0: people and I try tonight I try to not even engage in the shit and my brother who is equally as intelligent is sitting across from her and he actually starts to argue with her it's like well why don't you get like a, a snapping turtle and she's like I don't want snapping turtle. It might try to bite me. And I feel like I'm refereeing a boxing match at the Special Olympics.
1: And my aunt, who
0: actually has special needs, is in the kitchen making a hand sandwich. And true story. You can't make this shit up. And she takes a big bite and goes, you motherfuckers are retarded. true story. Can't make this shit up. So I'm sure you guys would have guessed by now. Um, naturally, I'm a middle school teacher. <laughs> yes. So by day, molding young minds. By night, on the hunt for Red October. That's a big black sub full of semen. Ooh. Ooh, I'll take some ooze. I'll take some ooze. Ooze are better than silence bitches. Preferably driven by Denzel Washington. Even if Gene Hackman's there watching, I don't give a fuck. So, you movie buffs, you are dying right now. Fucking nerds. So, I'm in my classroom, and the fact that I'm gay gets brought up the other day, or at least I thought it was. And, um... You see, my, my school is broken up, each grade is broken up into teams, and they're named after, after colleges, and I teach all the grades. Um, so one of my sixth graders stands up and he's like, Mr. Mack, what team are you on? <laughs> right? She had the correct reaction, people. <laughs> that, that audible gasp is what I did in my asshole puckered. <laughs> I confess, people, I went to a fucking dark place. For just a few, just a moment, I'm like, what fucking Jesus freak parent set this little shit up for this? I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not going down like that. I'm not a fucking punk. Locking that door. I'm donkey punching one of these bitches at a time. Taking two of the Spanish-speaking mijos we're hopping in my fucking Scion. One to use as collateral, one to translate. We're halfway to fucking Mexico before these little shits come to, or anybody realizes what's fucking going on. I know. Thank you. And then reality set in. I calm down, and I, I realize, fuck, he means what, what team I'm on And They don't realize that I teach all the teams, so I go, well, I'm just being silly. I'm like, well, what team do you think I'm on? And they go, you're a bear. <laughs> 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 Which, amongst, amongst my people, I am a bear. i little a fake corn fed. A little fur, I'm a bear. So I start shitting myself laughing, and as a result, they think they guessed it. So one by one, 40 of these little bastards pops up and goes, "You are a bear! We got it,
2: Mr. Mac is a bear. He's a bear."
0: And again, this is a true story. And fuck, if I ever make it big, I'm gonna lose my job over this anyway. So I just go with it, and I'm like, "Fuck," I was like, "You know what? I am a bear." we're all bears and you know what we should do? One weekend out of every summer we should all get together with just other bears and just lounge around. Go up to the river and just only hang out with other bears and just be super lazy. I mean, gee, I We could call it lazy bear weekend. Those fuckers lost their shit. Yes! Yeah! Ah! Ah! And I can make this up. The other sixth grade team, mm, the Oregon Beavers. <laughs> so I said, "An absolutely no beavers allowed. They are wet, <laughs> they are smelly.
3: There's the clap break. Wow. Funny guy. Hey! She's here. Here. Yeah. So you had to go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Go get some BC. Are, is it because yeah. you're sicky?
3: You you got to get the special? Oh, well,
4: I got birth control, but I am still oh. feeling a little bit ill. Yeah. That I'm not going to go to the doctor for. I will well, just. Well, you were already there. Don't you
3: just say oh, like. I'm a eh, lady, lady doctor, I should say. But she didn't. She She's a regular doctor, too. She wasn't like, oh, are you OK? You get a little stuffy in your throat or whatever. Well, she I didn't mean, even she say. She could only
4: that. give me like birth control.
3: Take they are doctors. They can give you anything. They can give you anything. Not with
4: the insurance I have. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's the fun stuff. Um, but yeah. So it's it's it's, it's 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 six seasons. So everybody. It's six seasons. Yeah, everybody's. Gone. Right now.
3: Well, I actually I'm gonna go burn it out of myself. I leave on Sunday to go to Mexico, Mexico. for ten yeah ten days. But I learned that Cabo. San Lucas actually is sunny 320 days out of the year, average. So I'm really hoping that it's like super sunny and awesome. And if gonna, it's not, I honestly don't give a fuck. you not going to wear a lot of clothes. That's cool. No, I, I don't think you we'll be wearing <laughs> a lot of clothes. And the
4: good thing is, you know, you'll be well by the time you get on the flight.
3: Right. Well, and I did this thing where um, Virgin does this new thing where you can bid for an upgrade. So I did this, I didn't tell Jonathan, he hasn't listened to the show anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, But I put in a bid to get bumped up to first class on our way back, so but I only bid $150 a ticket. That's the least you can bid. You can bid from 200 uh, from 150 to 255. I'm not, which is less than the upgrade anyway. But I'm not going to spend more than 150. So if they accept the bid, they'll charge me. But if they don't accept the bid, they don't charge me. So it's no big deal. Like it's I don't, right. I can't lose anything. But if I get, if we get chosen and we get to be in first class on the way home, on it'll Virgin be Airlines It'll too. be the best. Like it's a two and a half hour flight. It would. Jonathan would freak out. It'll be like my Christmas present Free to him. It'll be Champagne. Like, Oh, free all, all, this th- stuff. all this stuff. And not, th- we don't want to do it on the way there because we're going to be so excited and we wouldn't care, anyways. But right. on the way back, if we're just like, you know, tired and lounging. Right, and we get to be in first class and all that stuff, it would be amazing. So I'm really hoping, fingers oh, crossed, man. that Virgin America. Because then, I, how many, uh, you know, headphones can I bring back? Exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> you yeah. know what that's usually what i do too when i fly, fly them
3: they're they're my favorite airline. absolutely they really are and that first class ooh. i've never been we've neither one of us has ever flown first class so if it happens I'm going to be super stoked. Dude, you, oh, you're going to live like kings and queens for those two hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, the, the chairs are like really big and comfortable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I, we'll see if I get it. And it is, for me, it's like a kind of a crazy, like $150 a ticket. What would you want to do that? But the flight was so cheap. I mean, the tickets were only like $150 anyway. Oh, really? So yeah, you know. I know. That's why. So, this is when we like to go out of town every year, and it's called Moss Thanks. It's the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where Virgin American flights are the cheapest. So last year we went and visited his sister, In New and, York. That was and right got the New York, ago. New Jersey yeah. things, and then uh, this year we're gonna go to Los Cabos. And uh, so I'm super stoked. Where are you guys staying? At an Airbnb that I found that has like um, a saltwater pool, and we have our own <laughs> yes. private like balcony area and it's this yeah. big I'm really excited there's a big kitchen it's like a group kitchen but I'm, I don't know if other people are going to be there or not it, it's like a bunch of cabanas that are in this one like group or whatever so I have no idea how it's gonna be but the pictures look amazing and I'm just like I'm so excited! I'm so jelly so, yeah, and you're gonna, gonna be gonna gone be for a week right? 10 days. 10 days. So I'm actually Yay. gonna be missing two AltaCasts so it's up to you if you would like to do them. It's up to me. It's up to you. Dun, 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 dun. Completely up to you. If you don't want to do it no big deal we can take a two week break. If you want to do it great. Whatever you Which want. means I will be seeing... Well, I leave on the 18th, so I will oh, see yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You'll see I'll me. I'll see you. Yeah, because I'm mind. back on the 13th. It's not... I'm not, like, leaving forever. So Though you only probably won't want to stay forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, but I'm going to... I mean, things are so crazy with the, um, with the festival, I just won't... I, I'm going to come back and hit the ground running. It's going to be like, okay, just work, 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 work. Get it all just all the ducks in a row to just launch in January with all the PR and stuff. And uh, Oh, uh, Steve is on his way here on a plane. Yay. And he actually wanted me to tell you something. So I have Steve to, Bogey. I have to. Um, old dumb face. Old dumb face comes in today at like 4.15 as plane lands. And he wrote me a text and he's like, I got through the airport in full security in four minutes. He's like, like a fucking doctor. Okay, so this is what he said. He said, got through airport security in four minutes like a goddamn doctor. My flight is going to land uh, 450, 445, whatever, whatever. Uh, Uber, Bart, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's what he says about, uh, tell LaToya the one time I'm fucking flying. We might be delayed because cock-sucking Trump came to the saint charles convention center oh man basically seven minutes from my house explain what that means what
4: does that mean the saint charles convention center is it's a saint charles is a suburb out uh in say outside st louis where a bunch of fucking stupid trump supporters and so what means what it means is he basically probably got caught up in traffic and shit on his way to the Goddamn airport because yeah. of his orange fat fucking ass i hate that guy but the but the good thing is steve poji will be here yes and trump will be in stl great wonderful sad yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, he's
3: gonna i'm really excited that he's uh um,
4: and he'll be staying at your crib right right he is going cat sitting
3: yes he's cat sitting, yeah, cat he's, sitting, he's cat sitting for um uh, for my, for me, for my buddy, for Spike. And uh, I mean, I started writing things down today because I'm like, yeah, ten, we're going to be on for ten days. 10 days. And there's a lot of like rules that old dumbface isn't going to want to abide by. Like, <laughs> we're not allowed to smoke in my building. It's just a thing. And if you do, the the neighbors end up finding out. And then they tell the building manager okay. because and you're not even allowed to smoke in the backyard. We have to smoke in front of the building for whatever reason. I don't understand, but whatever. It's a rule. I'm fine with it. You smoke pot inside. No big deal. But the cigarette smoke, I think because it like... It lingers. It lingers. It lingers and and so it I mean, yeah. And it's just you know what? The thing is, I think that's cool because I didn't... When I was a smoker, I didn't want to smoke
4: in my apartment either because I, I don't want the stench. Well, I don't
3: want to smoke like with the cat. I don't want him to smoke inside with the cat either. So it's kind of like... Because I don't want the cat breathing all the secondhand smoke and he already drinks, smokes enough pot smoke on his own, <laughs> the cat. So I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Just no, no. But we're just, just afraid cigarettes. that... Oh, dumb face. I know. He has, I mean, well, and the other, there was last year when he took care of the kitty when I was at um, Mike Scott's wedding and it was New Year's and I get a phone call at five in the morning on New Year's Day from my building manager, Terry, saying, Spike's out. Spike's downstairs. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, what? And I guess Steve had been so drunk that he, like, left the door open or something. Oh, no. And so, yeah, there was weirdness. And I was like, I don't know. So she picked him up and put him back in the apartment. It was no big deal because she has keys. So no big deal. But I was like, what did you, what are you, what is happening? Spike's downstairs? How would he, he doesn't even... I can't imagine him walking down all four flights of stairs either. Wow. Yeah. Well,
4: the good thing is that that's that was old,
3: old dumb face. Old, old dumb face. Old, yeah. old dumb face. But just recently he was in the hospital. Wait, what? Okay. So he is on my show this Friday, which is uh, Broken Comedic Stories of Physical Trauma. It's going to be this Friday, 8 o'clock. He's got a news On Pamtastics. Pant- <laughs> yeah, here, I'll show you the picture because you sent it to me and I put it on the thing. So the comedians on this show, it's going to be actually, if you guys want to come to a show, it's a stellar lineup. Um, three of my favorite comedians are on it. Uh, Steve Poggi, Chris Knatzer, and Natasha Muse all of them headliners in their own right. Steve Poggi just coming off of his, he was headlining, was he in Alabama last week headlining? I don't remember, he called me. He's like, yeah, I'm doing two shows tonight. So we did two 50 minute shows on, on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Anyways, so he's a real headliner in his own right. Chris Kanatzer, obviously completely hilarious person. And Natasha Muse has been in it forever and she's headlines all over the place. So anyways, that's this Friday. It's gonna be a great show. And this is the picture of Poggi. I, It is so hard to just see all posts. I want to see the damn picture. There it is. So it says, just in time for this Friday's show, Steve Poggi in a hospital gown. So you can see he's got a little cuff on there. There he is. Definitely has that sort of new skin haircut not the most flattering angle no. of the poach. i'm like why are you in the, in the hospital, hospital? yeah he
4: took, it's like a selfie it's a hospital selfie hospital selfie what the fuck did he do i
3: have no idea but we'll probably find yeah, out about find it out. this uh
4: hopefully it has nothing to do with cars because i remember the story he oh, told God, uh, yeah. uh talked about with him uh
3: uh <laughs> Running into something in his vehicle. Oh, yeah. when he was when he got a DUI, that didn't. DUI. He never got charged for because he just was like, I just sold you two. He ran into parked cars on a, on a parking lot. Uh, it's it in felony, funny, but that wasn't even the felony. The felony was the breaking and entering. He never got in trouble at all for being drunk and driving his car and into hitting cars. two into two parked new cars. Yeah, so they had, had to trash lot, the cars. Right. It was a car lot. Crazy, right? Uh, but so, this this Friday, it's going to be comics tell story of broken bones and trauma. Three-minute audience stories encouraged during the show. So, if you have had any, we know that there'll be a story from Scotto of Flat Black Plastic for when he was skateboarding and just fell and broke his, broke his leg in like 12 places. It was crazy. Oof. And um, hopefully, my buddy, uh, Chef Robert, will be here to tell the story of how the... Hummer hit him and flayed his leg open. Oh my god. And he wasn't supposed to ever walk again. He's oh. lucky to be alive, but none of his arteries were his so basically his Jesus. leg just opened up like a piñata. Oh my god. And, but they put it all back together because surgeons are amazing. I don't I don't I don't Jesus. know. But so we're going to encourage audience stories and then also the comedians will be telling Do you stories have any of yourself. That. Well, I mean I would have to say that spitting The skateboard story and spitting out the teeth is pretty... That's pretty gnarly. That was pretty gnarly. Um, And, I mean, I'll probably put that picture up on this today and be like, look, here's me when I busted my chin open. Uh, Because the teeth... But, I mean... my other broken bones are like, I've had my nose broken four times. I mean, I guess I could tell, I just, Jonathan wouldn't like the story if I told, when when I was a whore if I told a story about how my nose got broken during sex and I let him finish. Yeah, I took his t-shirt I took his t-shirt and I let him finish. Wait a minute. Because we were facing each other, right? Because she's laughing really hard. It is. I guess it's a funny story. But I was having sex with a dude and um, I know, I'm so glad that Jonathan doesn't listen to the alter Right? This is years ago. This is like eight years ago. Right? This is old nine, news. This is old news. It's like Nine years ago. I've been with Jonathan for four years coming up Christmas. But before that, I mean, I slept with people in San Francisco. I don't know what to tell ya. you. Gotta mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't I think about. Whatever. But so we like came at each other and my nose ran into his like clavicle bone, just like really hard, and my nose—it hurt really bad, and my nose just started bleeding. Just it was just like oh gushing blood, and I was like, ah. And he hand, he gave me a T-shirt, and uh, he was like, "Can I finish?" And I was like, oh "Yeah, sure," I, because god. I was wasted. Oh my and god! And already bleeding all over his thing. I was like, "All wow. right, yeah." So I let him. Wow, finish. that guy's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I finish? Yes. I like, oh, how polite. Yeah. Really. Oh, here's, a, here's my t-shirt. Here's my Hanes white t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I you think look- it was, and I think I can even remember what the t-shirt looked like. It looks like there's w- one of them in this box. It's not exact, but it had like, it was like a baseball t-shirt, kind of yellow sleeves, kind of quarter inch, <laughs> quarter, quarter quarter sleeves, you know? And then like that, the white the white on the front. I remember. I remember. Very vivid, even though I was drunk, that sobered me up real quickly when you break your nose. Damn. Did you have to go to the hospital? or? The- no. I mean. My nose has been... That was the third time I broke my nose. The fourth time was the last skateboard accident. Not the teeth, but the one after. And I just (laughs) like landed on my face. That was a uh, couple years ago, wasn't it? I think... Well, it was was the weekend before Michelle Ryder got married. So I'm going to say it was two years ago. Two years ago. Because they got married in like November, October or November 2 years ago, I can't remember. It was a fun wedding though. But it was weird I had to wear a lot of makeup because I had like two black eyes because when you break your nose with like your eyes just you just get black eyes. So, I mean so I have a lot of stories of broken stories of trauma, but I might even just sort of forgive not just not even I don't I'm in a host definitely, but I don't know if I'm going to do my own story because I, I mean it just it depends on the audience members that want to participate. Like, right. if there's enough audience members that want to tell stories, I'm not going to waste everybody's time with my stupid stories because theirs are probably, I mean, better. Well, not better, just I think it's going to be an interesting show because we're asking the audience to also be a part of the performance, which that I is, haven't really done before. That is, that's a good one. You should share. Yeah, with the, I, I just Jonathan.
4: Oh wait, be like, Jonathan yeah, will be in the audience. Damn it. In the audience. Well, those, and well, and so and so will stay put. But it's fine. It's like, well, the good you know. thing is the podcast world knows now. Yeah, the podcast yeah, world does. knows now because they really. I know they really pay attention. I I haven't broken any bones, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. but I did fall up the stairs drunk, and I got this dimple in my face now. Is that That, what that was? Falling up the stairs? Yeah, falling up
3: the stairs. See, now the only time that's ever happened to a friend of mine was my buddy Megan, the Meeks. And she fell up the stairs because someone had roofied her drink. Oh man! We were at That's the we were at the funny. a place called the Jewel Box in and it's a seedy seedy bar in uh, in uh, San Diego. I don't know if it still exists. I'm sure it does. But it's so funny because one time a, one of the drunks ran into the wall and like totally took out the wall and they had to rebuild it. It was funny It's the Jewel Box. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were there and we were having fun and I was drinking a weird drink. It was. Um, they didn't have root beer schnapps. I was I was weird. I liked this sort of root beer, schnapps, and ginger ale, I think I was drinking. Or there was a weird thing I was drinking. Um and but when they made it, I tasted it and I didn't I didn't like it. I was like, ugh, ugh something's no, wrong here. It was like it was like there. whiskey. I wanted it to be whiskey and root beer, but they didn't have root beer, so it was like root beer, schnapps and ginger ale anyways, it was a weird drink. Yikes. But I take took a sip of it and I was like, ugh, I don't like this. And Megan was like, well, you know, I'll drink it. So and we made a joke when we went outside. At one point, we left our drinks and we didn't cover them or worry about them. And I'm like, "Yeah, right! Like someone's gonna drug us here. Like, what are Aww. they gonna? Oh, I welcome your drugs. I made like a kind of a cheeky joke about right. it. Right? We go outside to smoke. We come back in, and oh. I, I taste up a drink. And I was like, eh, "I don't really want it." And so she was like, "I'll drink it." So she drinks her drink and my drink, and then we proceed to go to this other thing. And suddenly she's just not. It starts raining outside. Things are weird. We met some other friends, and our buddy Jin, and she is incapacitated. She falls up the stairs. Where, I mean, I was kind of wasted, and I kept thinking like, we've only had, like, when we have, we barely had anything to drink. And then we figured out we we're like, they roof, they roofied our drinks, and she had double roofie because she drank hers and mine. And yours. Yeah. So she got all like super passy-outy and things were crazy. She fell up the stairs and then our buddy ended up driving her car and he was sober because she obviously could not drive her car anywhere. And on the way home we got in some Crazy accident, like the the tire blew. The person, something happened. The person in front of us, and then there was us. And he drove really well, but we still something happened, and we had to get up. The car was like broken. We had to get off, and we were at some hospital, and people had to come pick us up with a cab. It was crazy, and the, it was a crazy, crazy, crazy night. And it was raining, and she was all blah, fucked up, and uh, and we were like, we, we told the cops, and so they came. This is her car. He's driving. He's sober. We think that she got roofied. And uh, it was just... That sounds like a... It was a crazy night. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And the rain made it all the way worse, but... That was a dark-ass night. It was a dark-ass night. It was. It was a dark-ass night. See, the good thing is, this is why, if
4: you're a woman, you got to be careful with your cocktails. Yeah, absolutely. And then watch out
3: after each other, too. Absolutely watch out for each other. Well, you got to have a buddy. I mean, if you're... I, I mean, now I have a a boyfriend. But even when I th- when I go out alone, I'm not scared. I, I, but I but I pay attention to my drinks in front of me. I don't ever. And I mostly only go to benders. So I would I would never no one would ever do that there because everyone it's No, I know, work. but everyone's so vigilant. Like all of the bartenders are vigilant and everybody's cool. Like Yeah. I, don't I know, still so. trust no one. Right. Trust no one. Trust, trust no, no one. one. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, So, what else is going on this week?
4: Uh, Let's see. Well, uh, Thanksgiving's over. Now we're yeah. into the
3: holiday season. I think I ate 7,000 calories on Thanksgiving.
4: 7,000? I think I, <laughs> I tried to have? put
3: it together. Well, well it was, give, give me the rundown of what you had. Right. So, I made, in the morning, the first thing I made was the apple pie. And it was, like, perfect. But here's mm. the thing. It was just for me and Jonathan. So, I made way too much stuffing. I probably made... I Twice as much as I needed. I didn't. And mashed potato. I made three huge potatoes into mashed potatoes with butter and and stuff. And and then all this uh, stuffing. Too much stuffing. And I love stuffing. And then um, I made just a chicken, which we still haven't finished. The damn chicken. I tried to eat some last night. The cat's been eating it too. So there's was the pie and the the, um, artichokes and asparagus, which we still haven't eaten all the asparagus. And then the cheese plate. We had three different kinds of cheeses. We had four different kinds. We had a goat gouda. Um, like a midnight moon but a little different um, a goat cheddar a truffle uh, it was a cheap milk truffle cheese I think and then um, there was one more kind of cheese oh and then the San André triple cream brie so we had and then we had all these little we had these little nuts that were candied with stuff and I mean, it was crazy but the thing that and then with the whipped cream with the pie but I had a piece of pie, and then, like, we ate, and then we stopped eating, and then I ate more later, and then, <laughs> so the last piece of pie that I ate, and I'd been eating the cheese all day, I ate so much cheese. Jonathan barely ate any of the cheese. I ate cheese a lot of pie. cheese, a lot of cheese. And so, after my second piece of pie, and it was a good-sized piece, uh, I moaned. I sat on the sofa, and I was moaning. I was like, <laughs> Oh no! Ah, oh, yeah. Holding my stomach, holding, holding my poor little belly, trying to survive. We just moaning and whining. Poor Jonathan. He ended up going to sleep, and I tried to stay up till till I could survive laying down. It was bad. Like I couldn't. Nothing was, co- and then because I ate so much stodgy food, like I, I, it wouldn't come out. I couldn't Oh, you for had days. that too blockage, much blockage. Too, I had the blockage. I couldn't. Nothing was coming, coming out. out. <laughs> nothing was. Go- so, and it, the gas was just building and building and building. And so I did my grandfather's old trick, which is baking soda in, in a glass of warm water, and you just pound it, and it does something. And I finally could go to sleep. But I mean, I felt like the next day I didn't eat anything until like on Friday. I didn't eat. For a long time, I probably didn't eat until like 8 at night even because I I needed to fart like 12 times before (laughs) I could eat, before I could put anything in my body again. I just couldn't, anything. So I had to figure out like how many calories did I eat and it was... A lot. I'm going to guess about 7,000. So that
4: is, what, about three days worth of calories?
3: Probably, yeah. I, I mean, I don't 2, even... 2,500, you maximum, correct? I, I don't know
4: how much yeah, I, I it to eat Yeah, it's 2,500 maximum a day. So, yeah, you had yeah, three I, days. Yeah, I had three days worth of food.
3: Uh, but... And um, I bet you you were happy when that shit came out, Oh, literally. well, <laughs> finally. Well, I, that was the other thing, is that because I didn't really use any jalapenos in Thanksgiving, because it's just not like... There was there was nothing spicy basically, so I'm eating like non-spicy leftovers for days, and that's what I usually rely on. I'm sorry, all tocalis listeners, if you're like the thing that makes me poo is spicy <laughs> foods, and I'm addicted to them because they make my body feel like I, clean I would your system out. I would rather have liquid poo, and then have like not be able to poo at all. I agree. I, so, uh, I agree. Now that's just I'm, waste. <laughs> I'm just back on the train, baby. Dude, dude. dude. I
4: I actually I overdid it myself. I had some people over and I um, had a cheese plate, which I still have like a bunch of cheeses left. It's like mixed with manchego and Gouda and well, I haven't had English, and what? I English cheddar. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I did a turkey. I did a ham. Whoa! I did a uh, cauliflower au gratin, which was fucking delicious. Awesome! I did uh, Brussels sprouts with turnips with roasted uh, with roasted turnips uh, with bacon bits. Wow! Uh, I did mashed potatoes. I did. I did everything. Else. How many people did you have over? Here's the thing I thought I was gonna expect more yeah only like maybe about six people came
3: That's but cooking for six is, is quite a bit especially it at is, Thanksgiving. but I overdid it
4: yeah. thinking yeah. like it was gonna be like last year where I had like at least like 10, 12 people right And I end up having to well uh, most of the leftovers I used I oh I made oyster stuffing too. Wow um, but I end up having to throw the ham away. What? I threw that away on Monday because it, uh, it was I ate a big I ate a lot of it right so but I was disappointed that I couldn't finish it sure um, I end up with the turkey I made a homemade turkey pot pie with fresh nice. vegetables which was good good um the carcass was—I I killed the turkey pretty much, um, and then I end up having to throw some of my stuffing away because I burnt it <gasps> oh. on Sunday. <laughs> gotcha. When you were reheating, <laughs> reheating yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, but I took breaks.
3: Friday, I didn't leave the house at all because I was just eating. We didn't leave the house Saturday. We came mm-hmm. back because, but Friday I had the shows here and I had some other things. And actually, Jonathan was a prince. He let me go out after the show here. Um, so I, I had to host Happy Hour on Friday and, uh, and then host the show. So I had a fun time. I mean, I ate some pot food or whatever. I just wasn't drinking. But after the show, I was like, I really wanted to go to karaoke at Bender's and, and, and start drinking again. And Jonathan let me. So we went because he never he's always like so tired on a Friday. He just wants to go to bed. But he was like, no, 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 we'll stay out. We'll stay out. And so I got to sing two songs of karaoke at uh, Bender's and I had a really good time. Did you end up shitting that day? no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no, it's been, it's been, it's been a rough week. Like I, but I sort of forgive myself around these Christmassy times. Like there, I'm eating a lot of food and I don't usually do that, but I've been trying to compensate for it. Like, um, yesterday I just, I had an extra hour. So instead of taking the bus, I walked Not and so I was, no. I was going to walk here this morning, but I, I had to write my story so I didn't have time. Um, but I've been trying to like Just Balance it out so. Walk a lot more And not take the bus
4: Well the good thing is In Cabo You'll you'll be out in the water
3: And doing a bunch right, of I, stuff I, I hope that we'd swim a lot and Yeah Stuff like that You'll most definitely be Really active I, I hope so I mean I would like to be I mean I'd like to be Mellow for part of it But I'd also like to be Active in a really Pretty place In the You know the sea life there is really amazing and I love the fishies and the You're going to snorkel, are Yeah, absolutely. Do that shit. Because the Sea of Cortez side has no waves. Oh. The Pacific side is good for surfing. But because it's at the bottom there, you can hit both, really. You can Go to the Pacific side, down by the Cabo San Lucas, or where we are, which is up in Los Cabos. We're on kind of like the Cortese thing. And there's even a sort of a bay kind of area. So, I I mean, I've, I've never been down there. So, I'm kind of I've excited. Never been.
4: To- I've never been to Mexico.
3: Oh, I love Mexico. Uh, oh, Fucking love Mexico. That's going to be one good Christmas. Yeah. Well, but we'll be back before Christmas. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's going to be... I'm just excited that it's going to be a, a vacation. And Jonathan and I have never... Done ten days together like this, so you know that'll be. You won't neat. know what to do with yourself after day five. Yeah, no, I I I know how to vacation. I'm not <laughs> about that at all. There's, it just means I get to to drink when I wake up. I was getting <laughs> <had> <laughs> ready to say, was like it's going to be margarita time nonstop. Yeah, yeah. I don't like tequila though. Um, I can get back into it, but I won't ever do shots of tequila because Mm-mm. of my youth. Mm-mm. Turns I, me into a werewolf. Well, it turns me into a. A puking machine like it's the point now where if i even if i even smell it i get a little nauseous because Uh-oh. i had a problem with tequila shots when i was like 19 and i'll never forget it it's like a sense memory thing it, just that lime salt tequila i mean when i was a, when i was a young when i was a young alcoholic uh, <laughs> i used to think well my whole point was like i want to get wasted fast so i took shots right because if you take three shots in an hour you're
4: fucked oh god
3: right yeah i mean and i was doing back then i think i probably did the 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 day i got sick was we were watching the kings play hockey and we were at moon doggies in la jolla we got free drinks there because we gave them free advertising in the koala which was a comedy newspaper on campus so i was only 19 but because i knew the guys and i wrote for them
5: we They're just like went whatever. and
3: they just, they didn't care, whatever reason. It's also, was like 93. So for whatever reason in 93 in, at Moondoggies in La the Jolla, they didn't give a fuck. And so they were, I, I would do this thing where I would, they were cute because they had the, instead of toothpicks, they had those tiny little red swords. Uh-huh. And so they'd put the, oh, they'd put the line with a little sword on the thing with the glass. Okay. So I'm like, little swords! And I'm being silly, and I'm like fighting with the sword. sword. And I, I start using them to count my drinks. And I'm like, look, I've only had four. And so oh, I start being dumb because one of them takes the sword away. And I'm like, I only have three now. Ah-ha! And it becomes this joke, oh, right? Oh. But then that was the thing is I lost count. I had no idea how many I had that night because I was... This is going downhill real fast. And it went... Yeah. So... I probably had like nine shots of tequila during it was in shoots. He scores. We're watching hockey. I'm screaming about hockey. Loved hockey at the time. Loved the Kings. Wayne Gretzky was still on the team. This oh, is a long time, oh, long time ago. Oh don't. Long time ago. And I'm screaming. I'm underage drinking at a bar. And, and all I get up and I'm just like, oh no. And I I can kind of even remember what their bathroom looked like. It was a special bathroom that was away from the other ones because it was in the bar section. And I just booted all over the place and came back out and and had another shot because I was only 19 and I could fucking take it. But the next day I was so hungover that I'll never drink tequila again. And that has been, let's see. Since that was 93. so About 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago.
4: You know, I um, I have a tequila story. Yeah. Um, mine was in high school prom, 1998, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was um, well actually, that would be two tequila stories. I'll tell the interesting one. (laughs) I I have one where I ended in the closet. (laughs) and started crying. Mm. So this one was in high school. So this one. Is this the closet crying or is this? Yeah, this is the closet crying. So this is 1998, so like, uh, we all, everyone has a room at this place called the Henry VIII in St. Louis which no longer exists. Um, it was like an old timey English looking place um, and so we're all partying and underage drinking yeah and uh, well I decide to take tequila to the head like Ooh. oh yeah I'm, I'm you know I'm only 17 I know what I'm Straight doing. Straight from the bottle? Straight from the oh, fucking yeah. bottle. You're oh I don't need the salt or the lime yeah, I'm 17. No. Yeah. Um, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so i ended up putting on i used to have this little uh yellow nightgown and mind you the place is filled with some of my peers that i go to school with and i don't have any pants on i'm wearing this little yellow nighty thing yeah and i don't know what was in my fucking right mind so i'm like dancing around and then
3: like i end up going to the bathroom Is this before or after the prom Oh, this is after the prom. Oh, this is after. Okay. So you're uh, out of your you're out of your dress. My prom dress. You're out of the prom dress. In my, you're in the yellow nightie. 90. You're dancing around, you're running up and down the hallway. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I decided to
4: run a bath. And as I rode in the bath, that water made me figure, oh, I should puke now. <gasps> so I puke. And I remember in the bathtub yeah, in nice. the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Were you in the it, bathtub while you were puking? No, oh. no. I was. <laughs> I missed the. Tu- I missed the. Um, the toilet. So I got you know on the ledge of the the toilet, and I remember what I ate because I saw oh. French fries in my barf, and it was kind of pinkish. So <laughs> wow. sorry, sorry, listeners. Um, and I just. And I remember there was this little asshole. His name was Nick Downs. I'll never forget this. And he was trying to be a little bit sexually assaulty, and I was already not there, and I. You're like I, You're like, I already it. missed the
3: salt, honey. I just I just drank it to my face. I didn't yeah. use any salt. And I'm like, it's I'm,
4: like not I'm gonna really be as salty.
3: You're like no 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 no. You're not. There's no salt. I'm here. like I'm not gonna do anything with you. Ah. Yeah, that's when you vomit on yourself even more. They just don't <laughs> want to rape you when you vomit on yourself. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> how amazing. that works? It, it's bottom, really yeah. Young. But it lets you. It also lets me know how men just don't give a fuck. Well, no, but I I was taught in the Rape Crisis Prevention Program in, what, 91 or whatever, that uh, if you don't want to be raped, you just either pee yourself, shit yourself, or vomit on yourself. If if you've tried to yell for help and you've yelled fire and you've tried, to, you've tried the dra- grab, twist, and pull and you missed and you're freaking out, the way to avoid being raped is to shit yourself, pee your pants, or stick your fingers down your throat. And I was like, I was taught wow. this in high school, right? So wow. you did a great job. You avoided Salt by puking, you know, and smelling gross. You smelled like old tequila. I smelled like old tequila and french
4: fries. Mm. So Mm. I, I do recall running into the closet. Crying and I was singing a Bjork song. Oh, wow. And wow. My, my friend Michael Drummond, who I'm still friends with to this very day, comes to the closet with me, who is gay. Oh, <laughs> uh, came in the closet and He came you. in the closet with me. And I was crying and he's like, What's wrong? I'm like, Nobody likes me. I don't understand what I did. No one, I'm just so fucking Degrassi Junior High crying right. moment. That was tequila. Tequila. Tequila mess uh, 1998 flash forward. We'll go to 2001. I, um, didn't I, learn your lesson. I didn't, did not learn. Well, this lesson. one is an accident. Oh, okay. So this one, I, um, I'm at a friend's uh, party in St. Louis still. And, uh, this guy I was messing around with, he was older than me. I was, uh, ni- 18, 19 at the time. And he was like 37, Whoa. 38. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was still a virgin. Um, so we're at this party, we're drinking, and at my at the time I was like, I liked Malibu and pineapple juice. Sure,
3: yeah, yeah. coconut um, rum and pineapple, classic combination. Con- delicious. And I like dirty martinis too. Oh, so. you're an insane person. Yeah, I you, <laughs> I, you just went from one delicious thing to one like highly disgusting, I like love, pickle juice weirdo. I love it. The, mm-hmm. No, olive the olives juice, and dirty. olive.
4: So, so olive we're drinking. We're all in the kitchen and. Most of the alcohol all the good stuff is gone. So all now we're down to the like the cheap alcohol. Um, the Schnooks brand, which Schnooks is a store in St. Louis. So which is a bad, horrible brand. So I'm drinking this clear stuff. It's like
3: Osco vodka. Yeah. For us out here, Osco. Oh. Or Ooh. Royal Gate. Royal Gate vodka. Ooh. That's Rocka. That's Ooh. that's that's homeless person. That's questionably <laughs> housed. <laughs> Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> vodka. If you're drinking your vodka out of a plastic bottle, you probably you shouldn't issues. be drinking that vodka. You, you, you
4: should. got issues. Yeah. Then. Okay. So, I'm thinking at the time cuz I'm an idiot. I think, "Oh, I'm just drinking vodka." Um, so and I know I'm like this vodka tastes weird. Was it gin?
3: No. Oh. So, this vodka. This clear liquid that's burning me, tastes weird. I think yes. it's vodka, but it doesn't tastes like vodka? So, I'm, this,
4: after i have drunk, like, and I was drinking it neat, too, because I was trying to get to the point. Right. Because, you know, I'm 18, 19, I don't know, I know everything, yay! Um, wrong. Uh, so the person picks up the bottle, they pour it, and they mix it with Coke, I'm like, why are you mixing vodka with Coke? They're like, that's not vodka, it's tequila, and the label... Tequila and Coke is even worse. Yeah! What are these psychotic people doing? I don't know, I don't believe in mixing Coke in anything. Uh, well, at least the liquid form. Right. Uh, so, because I didn't see the label. The label was not facing me. The person pours it uh, and um, he puts the bottle down
3: and it says tequila. Oh my God. And I'm like, no! You were drinking clear tequila. Is that it's oh that's that is ah, horrific.
4: It was and horrific from there when I saw that label oh. I flashed back to me being in the closet again. I
3: just vomited a little right now. <laughs> like just, just even
4: sympathetically. Oh, it was you. terrible. Oh. Right then and there I got drunk immediately. As yeah. soon as I saw that label and I oh. and yeah. I remember I like went all the way up to the third floor because it was like a three-story house and i'm like swaying and i hear this guy playing acoustic guitar i'm like i need to get away from this ah and so i went up to someone's bedroom and it's dark and everyone's like just let her lie down you know she'll be okay and then dude that i was talking to who i don't remember his name was he was drunk and he was trying to more sexually salty. He was trying uh-huh. to like fuck me. I'm like oh, wow. Wow. Oh. And I remember someone that lived in the house came in the room and they're like yo stop that. She's fucking passed out yo. Yeah. And I was like
3: ah oh. fucking sexual assault. God damn. I just I don't understand. think about that. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, now we belong the memories of, of uh, yeah they but it's somehow somehow and I don't know if it's, if it's men or boys if it's their own volition or if it's something that they've gotten from movies or brothers or other men Great or if culture. it's just if it's just pervasive in the society that they think when a girl is passed out that well she's not going to remember it anyway so it really doesn't matter and it's like but how just the the total lack of like seeking consent and and just thinking that like this is completely fine they, it's, it's like fucking a corpse. I guess, yeah. I mean, if that's what you guys
4: are into, I mean, they're, you're not... Uh, I mean, ew, you're sticking your dick in something that... You, it's not moving. It's not she, yet. You know, she's breathing, at least, but... Maybe, she, yeah. She's... Well, yeah. yeah. She, But she's not here, man. Right. So what... I mean, so you get to stick your... You get to stick your dick into something, and ooh, wow. That's... What
3: joy... How what joy? do they... Well, that's the thing. How do they get hard when it's like... You know, it's like, is that, I guess it's, it's, is it past that lady is sexy? I don't, I don't know. And especially if you're a drunk male on top of that too, it's just like, what? I mean, yeah,
4: I I just don't,
3: don't, I don't get it either. I I, I think men are nasty. That's just, (laughs) I think they can be. I, I just, I don't understand where, where and how the culture has decided and given them the idea that it's okay. That in such a large swath that, you know, sexual assault is no big deal. That, that they would even, I don't know, have the volition to want to do that. I, 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 it just, I just, I don't really
4: understand. I don't really understand it. Probably because we were raised correctly and we're good people. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Just, I don't know. But we're also not men either, because I don't hear too many women raping women. Right. Right. I don't right. hear too many women trying to rape men. Well,
3: I mean, I have a rape joke. But I haven't done it in a long time. But hey, Matthew Quirk, um, I have a rape joke, and I haven't done it in a long time about you know taking a. a- when a when a guy before he wakes up, if you if he's sleeping, you know, and you take it, flaccid dick in your mouth, and you suck it till it's hard, you know, that's power. That, like, that's my rape joke, which I think is kind of funny, but I don't say it very often because right now in this like Climate. everybody's like me too, me too, and I'm like ah, but we are joined right now by Matthew Quirk. How are you doing?
6: Uh pretty good. Can I uh, use your bathroom? Crash your party? Charge my absolutely? Breakfast? Yeah,
3: sure. Just like a. Did you, do you, do you park your van around the corner?
6: I'm pretty close by. You're yeah. pretty close. That's yeah. nice.
3: He's, he's his house, his apartment, is around the corner. I uh, so I use the visit. local
6: laundromat and all that sort of thing.
3: Oh, good for you. Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Altic. I'll, I'll join
6: you in Matthew just a few Quirk. minutes. Thank yeah, you.
3: sweet. He's gonna go use the he, restroom. So, uh, you, so you have to retire that joke till probably maybe a year or two. I don't know. I mean, I've been I've been doing that joke for like four years, so I don't I haven't done it recently, but I, it's it's the same thing about like. I'm an insensitive person. You guys can listen to last week's show if you didn't listen. Uh, I'm completely <laughs> insensitive. I'm a terrible feminist. I'm an awful. I'm a. Perv- I'm a handler of the rape culture. I'm completely. You like, like men more. I like. I guess I like men more. I don't know. <laughs> I found it just just to just to bring it full circle from last week. I talked to the male in question, and he had no idea that any of this was going on. Oh. He's never. Asked her out. He's never oh, oh. asked, used any language at all in any way. This, this, it, actually gets it a little bit more interesting. It, now. I know. I, told, I told him. I just, I thought I would be remiss if I didn't share the podcast with him and and so I sent it to him and I said hey just want to let you know you might want to give this a listen I don't know where she was coming from I, I tried to defend you but I didn't really think that your actions even needed defensing, Um because I don't think that you really did anything I just want to make you aware of this right. and, then, and I said at the end of it I said that I think that you should just, just think not it so cool. not talk to this just not interact with this person at all just stop interacting with them and he was so hurt he was like um, it is always he's like I had no idea that I've done anything to make anyone else feel uncomfortable and he's like it's always oh he's like I'm always trying to be nice to everybody and I didn't mean for anything to be taken in any way he's never been
1: interested in
3: her at all in a dating capacity so that sort of confuses the mix and I'm like I don't know. Where is this coming exactly. from? Exactly. So now I'm know. like, I don't know what to do. Is this all in someone's head. I don't know. So now, um, but I'm excited because now that happy hour, there's a bunch of different people that are going to host and I'm going to be out of town anyway. So it's, um, so we've got this week is Alyssa Westerlund. Uh, next week is uh, Ian Levy, then um, Arden, then, then, um, uh then Annette Mullaney and then Zane Barrett so those are the five hosts of December and it's exciting because it gives people opportunity to host I think it'll widen the audience for people because I don't know people spread it around more when they're like I was the host or whatever um so everything works out all right in the end but if this is a mystery it's a <laughs> I mean it's a mystery well and what's not a mystery is uh tomorrow if anybody wants to come by from nine in the morning until 2 45 in the afternoon we're going to be uh cleaning the station we're going to be revamping everything if you want to come volunteer for mutiny radio stop
7: on by come
3: on hill Two seven eight one twenty-first street yeah we're gonna I'm going to try to get everything cleaned out from upstairs, get this whole place. We've got the new computer that we bought. Um, that's going to be the same as over here. Nice. So this will all, won't make that crazy sound anymore. <laughs> um, it's, it's exciting upgrades and stuff. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow at the station. So if anybody wants to come by, there might be, please weed involved. Do. Oh, of course there's going to be a weed involved, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's always, in fact, I'm excited for some weed to be involved. Um, what we have here, what we're going to listen to right now, is one of my buddies, the young Ben from uh, Nomad, from the school I was teaching the guys. He sent me an email today and said, hey, will you play this um, on your show? And I said, sure, I'll play this song on your show. Um, I'm not sure if he made this song or if someone else made this song, but he wanted us to play He's it. a little youngster.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. He's a 14-year-old kid. No lives in the mission. He's a cool dude and uh, he wanted us to play this. Uh, Also, I'm sure that hopefully there aren't children listening to the show, but if there are parents listening to the show and you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, I'm starting a new after school program for kids, junior high aged uh, boys and girls to have their own podcast on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I can take four kids each day. It's going to be Tuesday and Wednesday from four to six, so I can have a maximum of eight kids uh, during the uh, three months so it's 12 classes 300 bucks so it's kind of it's a steal it's 25 it's basically 12 50 an hour for me to hang out with your junior hire uh, so that they won't get into trouble and we'll be making some art and stuff so mm-hmm. hey if you're out there and you want it's, to it's a steal actually uh, but here is the iPhone remix thing that he wanted me to play us some cool, weird music. Sweet. Um, Speaking of cool things, we're gonna watch Allison Hooker's uh, set here from the Punchline. She just applied to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, so let's check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, Allison Hooker. (laughs)
8: That's always been fun. You guys can imagine in junior high when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. <laughs> so we just said a oh, hooker. Just like the, the pants across my chest. Yeah, it took me a little longer to find the funny in it. But That my gym teacher gave me new clothes and she was like sweetheart you need to write something else <laughs> so i wrote the hooker
1: <laughs>
8: are you kidding i was loving the sexual attention i was cruising around like wearing a training bra to support the nipples that had come in <laughs> now i wear a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in Waiting. And I was actually trying to like smack my titties on the guy's face the other night. It's not even the joke yet. I broke his nose on my chest. But in my defense, he's Arab, so he's got like quite a nose. Syrian. He learned how to write in Arabic first, so we met when he swiped the wrong way on the (laughs) So punchline, round of applause for coming out uh, for yourselves, when you could be protesting. Couple of reasons. The last protest I was at, I saw a sign that said, Black Lives Matter. Then I saw another sign that said, Clean water is important. I was like, god damn, we're really breaking it down for people, aren't we? Wow. <laughs> Fucking basic has the message gotten, right? we make a sign like, birth of
5: <laughs> I guess like, I have a dream, which is
8: way too complex for people like comprehend. <laughs> so now we've got Black Lives Matter and water is important (laughs) and then of course some asshole on the other side of the street has his sign just all elements are important (laughs) speaking of elements you guys uh i'm pretty sure mother nature's going through menopause (laughs) it's like heat flashes and cold sweats (laughs) I just recently got back to San Francisco. I was out of town for a while. I, I went to a music festival, which was fun. There was a lot of trap music at this music festival. Round of applause if you like trap music. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not appropriate. Very to clap. And I don't mean like. <laughs> I don't mean like Atlanta trap music. You know, I mean like trap music after white people got a hold of it and took all the groove out of it. <laughs> so if you don't know what trap music is, I'll explain. It's like a lot of really big sounds just thrown together. It's like woof <speaking in the background> Really, I'm singing a song. <laughs> Do you know that one? It's like trap music. One <speaking in the> of <background> your favorites. Yeah, trap music sounds like what it used to sound like to get on the internet. <laughs> like send a fax. <speaking in the background> You know, because I was like, What is this crap? This isn't music, this is just noise. <laughs> Which is what my mom used to say to me when I was a teenager listening to hip hop. You know, I was like, This isn't noise, mom. It's bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Okay, uh. <laughs> yeah, you like that song? It's a good one. I had a lot of group. I still love that misogynistic music, you know? <laughs> Out around the same time that you were going to lose your virginity? <laughs> like, you love that music for life. Because <laughs> certain songs will come on the radio that just feel romantic to me. They just feel nostalgic, you know? Just move, bitch! Get out of the way! I'm like, oh! <laughs> Summer <2000. laughs> Also what the first guy said to me. <laughs>
3: Excited that um, Allison Hooker applied. Um, that's super cool. Cause I I didn't I didn't think that she'd I don't know. There's a lot of people in the scene that like I don't know why everyone's not applying. I mean I'm like because for for me, I'm like, give me your 10 bucks. Just apply. Give me 10 bucks. Oh. But then more than that, you know, I want people to want to get in. But this year's gonna be super tough because. There is a caliber of people that are applying. Here's 10 bucks. Oh, here's
1: 10
4: <laughs> Yeah! See how that works?
3: The caliber Magic. of people applying. LaToya saw last week. Kevin Monroe is yeah. awesome. Andy Picaro is That's like a headliner. That Ivan Garcia guy was so polished. Hunter Donaldson is coming back. So, like, there's this... And so, what, the thing that's hard for me is that, and thank God Steve Poggi is coming because he's sort of going to be my, and Jonathan helps too. And you, you've been, Latoya obviously has been helping tremendously because I have no idea. When I start watching 10 of these in a row, I, I can't tell. What I think is funny, what other people think are funny, and then I've, when I've watched them a few times, I'm like, "Is this funny?" Right, and because like, yeah. there's there's different
4: funny for different people. Right. Yeah, and you want to make sure that you're not getting the same
3: kind of funny because you're just going to have repetition. Well, I don't you, want either. You I
6: got to get criteria. Well,
3: I don't want any. Yeah, I need a rubric. I don't want any like hacky stuff. But the other thing is that when you're watching someone's 5 to 10 minutes, you're I'm judging on whether I think that they can do 30 plus minutes of different material over 5, five days. days. So this now this happened last year and I was I I only made a couple there were only I think two on the whole festival that I was like, "Eh, I probably shouldn't have chosen them." <laughs> because They did the same set multiple times. And I was like, you're on a festival with different themes. You get over 30 minutes total. Why would you, and it's recorded. Why would you ever do the same set twice?
6: It's it's tough to know everything about everybody. I mean, it's uh, if I may relate it to sports, being the man in the room, uh, it's it's like pitching. Some people are starters. Some people are mid people. Some people are closers. Sure, and sure. And like, you know, a guy might have, you know, one killer set and nothing else. Right. And other people are better at just like riffing or just, they got funny bones. So no matter what they're talking about, you're laughing. Sure, you sure. Know. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, there is a thing with with funny that's like I see how that would get laughs. It's not funny.
3: Well, there's also people that there's people that are like you, Matthew Quirk, are a serious joke writer. You write your script.
6: By the you way, have jokes. I won't force you to uh, uh, play mine and judge it here. I'll let oh that no, happen. no no no! I'll let that in happen the, in the mystery. The, of in the, of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we do.
3: We've been watching <laughs> some of them on the altcast because it's 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 twofold. One. It gives stuff so that we don't have to talk the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's an opportunity during the month of November to sort of see what the submissions are because it's it's overwhelming at this yeah, point. Yeah, sure. We've had I've had like I'm, I'm, 85 submissions now and there's still out. a couple days I just got three more today I
6: can only relate this back in the day I used to be a big time drug, weed person mm. and uh, we get invited to judge you know harvest contests. sure sure how the hell do you judge you know oh, and you gotta right. you gotta start coming with criteria and be like even though you can't tell how high it gets you because you're smoking another one right right, minutes, right, right, right. Yeah. that you gotta sort of like develop a system to recognize like do I feel this initial thing do I feel well, the other you know, problem is, is it, that
3: the material itself, I'm biased to. Yeah. There's the girl from uh, Louisiana who gets up on stage and she's like, I moved to, I moved to New Orleans because I'm a drunk. And all of her jokes are about being an alcoholic. I'm laughing my ass off because she's, like, doing she's, jokes that are she, funny for she me. She speaks to it's you. It's relatable. Yeah. For me, it's totally relatable. You're her
6: target audience.
3: Exactly. And yeah. it's the same thing when there's somebody with, like, all cat jokes. I'm like, I Now, does it mean it's fun? It means I love it.
6: Cat jokes might fall flat in some arenas.
3: Well, I actually have a show on the festival called Cats, Cats, Cats. And other animal material. And it's all just jokes about animals. And I just want people to do all animal-centric material. Because I have 10 minutes on my cat. I have 10 minutes about masturbating with my cat and loving my cat and my life with my cat. I have a full 10. And I'm sure there are other women or men. I'd love it. There's a crazy cat guy. Hell yeah. Like, Steve Poggi has some cat jokes. But, I I mean, I I love cats. But so that's the problem is that I don't... if somebody is here from like, you know, New York or something and they do like a bunch of cat jokes, I'm going to be like, I'm going to knee jerk them in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they might because <laughs> I'll be like, oh, but it's I mean, it's hard. Just, I kind of have to assume that. Everybody's, go- everyone's good and everyone sucks as comedians. Like we're all great sometimes and we all suck sometimes. Yeah. And are they gonna, are they gonna suck? Damn. Um, are they gonna suck on March first through fifth? Or bombing is a chance be- we
6: take. It's a great equalizer to us all. But like, yeah, I, I hear some comedians who are getting all kinds of laughs with just like redundant material, Taki. It's just plain shit. It's like. It's not clever love or funny. Hack. People Yeah, love so hack. so you just gotta sort of be able to judge, like, okay, I'm not laughing. I don't think it's funny. To me, that's not the comedy I wanna do, but I can see how this guy would win an audience over. Sure. Would be,
3: well, hopefully this year I can get a lot of laughs. I think this year is going to be. Uh, the best in terms of audience. It's been great so far in the past two years. It's been amazing. But now I actually have a budget to like do marketing and Spark is helping out so much, not only financially, but they're letting me use their email list. So, to be able to direct market, I mean, I only need to sell 750 seats to sell out the whole damn thing. Yeah. And if I have access to 46,000 people that live in San Francisco Bay Area, yeah, better odds. Like way better odds than before. Yeah. Way better. And then with like, you know, doing all the work of like sending out yeah. the PRs and putting it on the spin goes and the and the do the bays and the calendars Sorry. and blah, 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 blah. We got your back. I don't know why. That's a new swing arm, too. I have no idea why. It, it in two different ways since like I've
6: been sitting here. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, it's it, doesn't li- it landed
4: in my lap at first. Yeah. My microphone that is uh, people out there. And, uh, it's a new it just
3: swing arm. It also got possessed and just it's fell. Possessed. Yeah. This so place is fucking possessed. That you heard. possessed well, tomorrow, tomorrow, it'll all be fixed because tomorrow we'll be here at the station from 9 to 2.30. Come join us. 2781 21st Street. And we're going to clean and we're gonna oh, we're gonna we're us. gonna take all the everything apart. We're gonna all the dust will be gone. Basically gonna take everything out, clean it, move it all back in. We're gonna fix, I'm gonna have someone on this damn CD. I'm going to have someone sit with a pile of CDs. If anyone has an autistic child, I'd like to put them on the floor with, because somehow the uh, adults here are unable to take a CD out and put it back in a case. So I've got like huge stacks of CDs and huge stacks of CD cases with no, CD with in no them. CDs in them. That's annoying. And, and it's so annoying. And it's one of those things where it's going to take someone an hour and a half. It just is. Unless yeah. we just throw them all away, which I'm not willing to do because yeah. why would I do that? There's some music on there, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I love CDs. That's one of my, one of my pet
4: peeves, too, you when know? I had CDs. like yeah. I hate it when I saw other people's like a big stack. And then I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, look, it's a Depeche Mode CD. Where the fuck is the CD at? Yeah, you know, it's no, just I the case. Yeah. And the way that they're so put
3: terrible in places and stuff, I'm just like, oh, god. So I want to have a person. Just dedicated to like. There's gonna be another person that's dedicated to. We'll see how many people like get. So I'll this
6: try. this is how I'm gonna transition into what I want to talk about. Yeah, good. That sounds like women's work. Ah,
3: ah here so, we go. So there we go. Good. So are you you're you're very excited about your misogynistic jokes? It's good. That's funny. It's
6: good. Uh, well, that was just a spur of the moment thing I thought of. But so I wonder. You guys were talking about when I first entered the room. Uh, the whole me too thing. Oh, I've got oh, a lot to say. So, so uh salt. Yeah. So uh, my nickname growing up. Up in my family, one of the many was uh, Maddie. Me too. Maddie, me too. I, yeah, because I had an older brother, and it's like, oh, Joe's gonna go. Oh, me too. You know, I was like, Maddie, me, too. me too. So now I can't be saying me too no more. It's totally now you. Uh, this this okay, movement just has they, erased my history.
3: Just because they no, they they can't change the context of it. You can still have your history with the context. You can take it back. You and can so also, do
6: that. Can you can back. do
3: that. You have a genuine connection to that. Predates. Fr- for Phrase. Phrase.
6: sexual assault, as we all know, t- t- only started happening recently. Oh, it's not yeah. from the 60s. But oh. me, the Me Too
3: thing. Now, the Me Too thing actually kind of pissed me off because, yeah, we've all been sexually assaulted. Yeah. But let's...
7: Me Too. Listen to me. Listen. We all... I mean...
3: I don't want to discount any, but it sucks that we've been assaulted. It sucks that, that men can, it sucks that it's pervasive in the yeah. culture that it just happens. And that I'm even like, yeah, of course it happens. We all know that. Like we did, you know, I mean, who hasn't been sexually assaulted? Yeah. Well, have you I don't know. I mean, yeah. I have. I think, I think I don't the, the part of, the, the scary part
4: of it is the fact like, if it, it happens at work and it, it, it's going to affect your job or right, you right, try right, right, right. to work yourself up, sure, sure, sure. you know, where yeah. you're going to have to suck a dick
3: or two. Right. Um, but it's where, called the casting couch for a reason, yeah. right? The casting couch. Which sure, is, that's fine in porno and but, wait, Hollywood, but, idea, but it seems to
6: happen at McDonald's. Right, well, but that's
3: the thing, is the idea behind the casting couch, and the reason it exists as a terminology, is that the woman is somehow in there, she's talentless, except she gives a good blowjob, and she works her way up, Sex, but, it's, but the way that we've been taught is it's almost like an empowering idea, whereas it's really just... The power dynamic where you're being taken advantage of because Absolutely. you're new and they have the power. And so they're saying, Suck my dick or you're not going to get this role. As opposed to, I want to suck dick because I want to get ahead. There's kind of a, ha ha, but I'm sure. But there's the mentality. Yeah, there's is that the Madonna whore society. Played out
6: thing. But, yeah. and
3: then, but then sociologically, and what, where we've been grown and what we've been told, it's just, it's, it's accepted. It's a thing. I think the fact that matters
4: is like, I think now that we have a turning point going on between the sexes is that you're realizing that males have been raised in rape culture. Yeah. And just even what we were talking about with like the tequila stories, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh my Twice. God, I almost got
3: raped. But, but here's Twice. the thing is that it's, women have been taught to be subservient and get married and your husband can do whatever he wants. It's not rape if it's your husband. Well, that's not true. False. Because you might not want to have sex yeah. and he might force you to do that. But legally, it's been okay for years and years. And usually it's, you know, the rule of thumb. Men used to be able to beat their wives with a stick that was no bigger than the width of their thumb. Yeah, And even- and so if you had big, beefy thumbs, but that's the thing, it's, it's a word, it's a phrase that exists. So, like, we're all being like, me too, me th- Yeah, me too since the 1700s. Me too since women existed. There's been a power dynamic that we're finally trying to acknowledge. It's like... Yeah, we've been just saying it yeah. forever.
4: I I've been, I am appreciating that the fact that there have been a lot of people now. Like today, it's like every day somebody has fallen from grace. Like today, <laughs> yeah, you Matt, heard about Matt Matt, Matt, Lauer Matt Lauer got axed from the Today Show. The first good-looking guy to
6: Matt, be accused yeah. of sexual That's misconduct. That's interesting.
3: Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, he was and like, you know pin- who else?
6: Wow, Ooh. Garrison Keillor.
3: Oh, from yeah, from you're lying. From, yeah. I don't know, no I was reading about that on my way here NPR's Garrison Keillor? Yep.
6: Yeah, he Minnesota Public ass. Radio Yep. Is he it not seems... alive anymore, is he? Yes, no, he is, he, he, is. he, he just he's retired he's, yeah. it's He retires from Lake Wobegon, yeah. he didn't die okay. It seems the most uh, innocent if, you know, if his story is even like, kind of true definitely the most innocent of the accusations uh, he's, He claims his hand just <laughs> went to the wrong awesome. area. <laughs> like if she came over to hug me and I go to hug her at a particular safe area and she suddenly bends down to hug me and now I'm wrapped around one of her boobs. Well,
3: that, that sounds like... That sort of thing. Like That it sounds like, like the a George, bad, Bush. A
6: bad, well, George Bush. The George
3: Bush with grabbing great. the asses because he's in a wheelchair. So a he's like... Him that just made it easier. area yeah. is... Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's he a he difference was, between this and this, though. He right.
4: was doing too much explaining to that article. Right.
3: If I actually
6: grab, you know, there and then my hand is just there, but if there's like a sort of a double pump with the fingers...
3: That's... Yeah,
6: that's gross. Yeah, that. A second one's definitely an intentional grab and the first one is yeah. questionable mispancy the, the
3: thing that the thing that just astounds me though is that <laughs> all of a sudden we're like oh look we're acknowledging this but it wasn't even it was what 1912 that we got the vote 1920 or 1920 and so we haven't It's only been a hundred years since we've been thought of as people that can think. We weren't. Women haven't been taught to read. We're. This is all recent stuff. Suddenly we're like, oh yeah, you can't just get credit cards in 1975. It's it's insane. There's so many ways that women have been subjugated. I uh, that (laughs) might have been a good decision. Fuck off. Right, okay. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing, too, is that are women able to c- to control their own finances? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In, in the, but that's the thing, the idea in the past that you your father's property and you have a dowry. Bankruptcy existed
6: long before women but, had access to the But in
3: the, in the structure, it was that we all sort of was like, we were like American values, Christianity, marriage. Horseshit. stuff. Exactly, but, but the whole thing is that women... Were, there was a thing like men took care of you. You went from your father's house to your husband's house with a dowry so that you had some worth because you, of course, on your own are just yeah. a big walking well, while, vagina that makes but babies and baby cook. while we're, while we're talking
6: cook. about it, everything in the world has changed since hmm. then. I mean, Fair enough. you know, all those rules that, that, that applied under uh, were in a time where you could have one job and buy a house. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. And six kids. Uh, it was a whole different... Everything was different. We've been pulling at the threads of this sweater long enough that to even right. make comparisons right. is just... We're, we're too absurd. We're You're, in a different I, world now. I, you know? I completely agree. Well, I mean, there's definitely... And, and, and on that note, update the... Whole, you know, mis- sexual I think, misconduct. There.
4: I think the fact that matters is just like a lot of, you know, women and minorities were getting tired. Yeah, get and we Fucking tired. And I think also what probably lit a fire to our asses is like the administration and like the fact of like not, be, not being able to get, um, uh, an e- an even wage with men right right That's the era t- t- was
3: never passed we still right. have have no legislation that says that men and we, women need to be paid equally in the workforce right cuz they cuz they hold it over our heads and they go well women just are not very good negotiators false so but i but the thing is i was taught to not be a good negotiator right, i right, was right. supposed That's to ask for hall. more money yeah. i didn't know it was like i didn't know that when you get a job you have to ask for as much as you can because you're only going to get 2 or 3% a year after that you're not going to get any bump, even when your knowledge, so if you feel like, anyways, I, I was, I've been in the workforce differently than men and I feel like I was trained and especially as a teacher, it was like, this is what you make. You can't negotiate. You make this pittance and this is what you make and you better be happy about it because being a teacher is a really, you know, great whatever. And you know, I made $24,000 my first year out of school and I had, I had a BA and I had a teaching credential. I had an advanced degree, and I made twenty-four thousand dollars, and I just didn't even question it. And so I've never made more than thirty-six thousand dollars ever in a year in my life, because I'm a woman, and I was married anyways, and my husband made tons of money. So why would I care? Kind of thing But this is just shopping money. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But and that's why you would never give a bitch a credit card back in those days, because she has no idea how to do money. She has no concept of money, because why, why would she have a concept of money when her father takes care of her and she doesn't earn any money? When and that's when it's Actually, the opposite when
4: men don 't actually know how to take care <laughs> of i mean it 's mostly men that fall into bankruptcy, or you know it's sometimes if the woman is you know in the household, you know the wife will be like, "Well, why are you spending your money on frivolous things when we could be saving more blah blah blah, women are better negotiators, and we are better i I
3: feel economically because I, I just feel It depends like if you have, if we have children or not because then we're taking care of that other person. Well, and ourselves. But I, I know some people. Well, then who you have, have more children. hands
6: on the shopping, the actual expenses, the guy coming in to fix the stuff, like.
3: Except, yeah, except this. in the except in nowadays yeah. where we've taught men to be entitled to little fuckballs that don't have to do anything. Yeah. Because one of my one of my buddies, her the her baby daddy, Uh-oh. takes advantage of her like okay he works but he doesn't pay the rent and then the money disappears and i try to keep telling her i'm like he's he on like cocaine he sounds like a scumbag he's a scumbag but she takes care of everybody she's amazing and just just the sweetest and most amazing as human a
6: being as a dateless man this is particularly <gasps> angry uh, right
3: exactly <laughs> that see that would, would you date someone with a kid you would have a problem with that
6: Yeah, I've, so, I'm 50. There are, who doesn't have, you know, what woman doesn't have a kid, am I? People have been, in college, people had kids. Like, it's not (laughs) this new thing, you know, it's like, I, I, you know. Yeah. But
4: the fact that mattered that she has to take care of a grown-ass man. She takes care of a grown-ass man. That's where I draw the line. I've done that before, and boy, was I stupid. That was one and done. No, no, where he, (laughs) no, when
3: I'm, like, paying for his rent. Oh, no, that's bad. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, They, yeah, have, on to, they level. have to. Well, there was, I've, I know some early CD men. One of my other incredibly great friends had an ex-boyfriend who just, he was one of those guys that didn't have any concept of other people's money. So he took, he went to Best Buy and he used her credit oh, no. to buy this whole, yeah, $4,000 TV thing. But then what he did is he took it back and, and then he got the, got the money and sold it, sold and bought a bunch of drugs. But then he didn't sell the drugs. Yeah, okay. He didn't there sell the be. drugs. He did the drugs. So he owed her four grand for like four years. She was on his ass. They finally, they broke up. She And this was when they were together and she was like, finally, she was like, I can't do this anymore. So, she, but she was always like, I don't want to leave my blah, blah, blah. I can't she get a second me, date
6: and that shit took four years. I don't, me a right. me fucking break. And so
3: then she <laughs> was still, I don't think she ever saw her four grand again. And, but, but the way that she like Fuck explained that. it to me is she said, you know, some guys just don't have a concept of your money. They just sort of like, they don't get it. There's certain people that just take advantage of you monetarily and don't even see it as a problem. They just don't even get it.
6: Then. That I find that, that w- to be bullshit mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, exactly. if I took their money, they fucking exactly. get it. Right. You know, that, that yeah. That was
3: crackish. You don't,
6: yes, yeah. Super so yeah, I used to be a drug dealer. Okay, so it's like if it's no big deal, then give me the money. You know, if, right. it's like I don't have. Well, what's the big deal? If it's no big deal, then show up with the fucking money. Right. You know, that that argument works both ways. If it's not a big deal, then she, bring it. But
3: then somehow, as women, I don't know if it's a woman thing or, but we're taught to still yes, it it put is. up so, with it, the nurturing. and nurture and. And care and for them to say oh I'll never do it again this is the last time I mean how many women are beaten by their boyfriends husbands and they so look at the NFL ladies they still marry these guys they got a black eye at the wedding you know they're like oh well, well I I, love I
6: him. dated a, an abused woman and uh you know she divorced one guy and married the other and it's like well you know the first guy was poor and not that great looking like the second guy although he treated me bad you know he he was rich and good looking Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, so mm. like, there was still, like, the bad treatment didn't change, but other stuff did. The economics did. Yeah, and she was like, well, you know, what what more could I hope for than to also get a good, to have, finally have a good-looking guy? That's you know? sad. It, it's, it's... it kind of is, but, you know, we know in life, you don't really get everything you want all the time. You do make compromises. So, you just get bitch slapped. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, I think that's out there, too, with, like, these NFL ladies, like, you know, I, I was jokingly saying the woman bitching about uh, being cheated on by uh, Tiger Woods. Right. And it's like, well, that Home Depot manager that you were dating right before him would cheat on you, too. Like, you know, like you've got a, the best looking, most popular, richest dude oh, I, in the world. I, was, I was taught, Yeah. But, first of I was, all, I everyone was taught is trained to want that. I was taught you know. that
3: it's only sexual harassment if they're ugly. That, that, that
6: was what was, was behind wow. my Matt Lauer comment exactly. about that's like only, the first good looking but, but, guy but to get charged what I was, with this That's stuff. what
3: I was taught. That's what I was taught is that wow. it's only sexual harassment. Otherwise, it's flirting. That's like if there's a guy oh, wow. at work and he's good looking and well, he fucks with you, you ju- then it's flirting. But if it's, if it's a guy who... Well, also, so when I worked at Ethan Allen, there was a guy who would sexually kind of harass me, but he wasn't above me. He was... We were probably like he's on the fine. same level. We were peers. Um, and he he would make comments about like, if I was on a ladder and I was wearing a skirt, he'd like get... He'd say things like about thongs or about... He said one time about he'd like a bacon thong or something. He's like oh, something. It was kind on, of, it man. was kind of gross, but he was um, that's ugly. Just, that's just creepy. As so, fun. and it was kind of creepy, but I was like, bacon. thong. Yeah. I was just you like, I was like, ass. how about, I was like, Everybody how about we bacon. not talk about, I was like, how about we not talk about me on a ladder at all in any capacity? And, and it's, it stopped. I didn't have to go to anybody higher up and say anything, but put your foot uh, down, but I made, but i made a joke about it at the t- time. And I think I still have is that, you know, it was only sexual harassment because he was ugly. Like, if he was good-looking, I would have been like, look at him flirting, that's so silly. Like, if he was like a... Well, there's something
6: to that uh, in uh, uh, Mad About You, that sitcom from, from, the from 90s. way back when, yeah. Polarizer. Yeah, so... uh Polarizer. So to, in this one episode they they're like look we met each other on like mutual depression and now we're married and it's like do you think you could pick me up today so they go to a bar and she like sits somewhere else and he has to like go up there and talk to her and like pick her up and he's coming with the old cheesy lines you know and she's like oh well and just keeps on walking away from him. and then some really good looking guy comes with the same cheesy line and she's like oh well yes I do come here often like like there is that from the man's perspective there is that sort of thing yeah like a good looking guy does that no problem you know it's 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 a regular guy (laughs) doing it so it's nice to see matt a good looking guy go down go down yes yeah because they all been ugly and they all do it and that's where the not so good looking not so confident guys get the hints like damn he does that and they they love it so maybe i'll try it sure well no
3: it's the same rant that i'll go through all the time so
6: we're, about about like Vince we're just Vaughan. mimicking the, the you know. Wait,
3: right, but that's the thing is that Vince Vaughn is giving you know people the him? wrong idea. He's a <laughs> schlubby, ugly guy who's in his fifties who gets to date in the movies where like he suddenly has to choose between two 24 year old girls. Two he's not the only girls one. Those are fighting over him. Right, but he's like it's the same thing. It's like John
6: Constantly 50 something year old guys have a 20 something right, year old Clint love interest. Lynn Eastwood or whatever or and they're if like if you
4: even watch Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David? I'm like how's this old guy getting all these young broads? Right, right. Like well, seriously. But
3: it's the same thing that that new show and I I don't like it. I watched one episode and I was like fuck the show. It's called Flaked on. Oh yeah. We'll and that. I watched one episode and I'm like fuck this guy. Fuck Will Arnett. You 50-something, oh, look at your bod when you're 50-something. Fuck you. You've got two, 23, you got a 22-year-old and a 24-year-old. Hot, hot girl. And both of them are like, oh, you're so amazing, Will Arnett. Fuck you, forgiving guys or, and his schlubby buddy friends. I gotta write me like, a script. Fuck yeah. them! Why are they giving people the idea that they can fucking date 24? You know what? Fuck you. 24-year-old girls should be going after 24-year-old guys. How come they're not going after forty? 40- 30-year-old chicks. Right. There are a lot of single forty-year-old chicks who look really, actually look. look some look of them look great. better than 20 but year yeah, the, 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 some But, banging hot but ones, the thing is, is that the fifty-year-old guy, he's done with talking to women. He just wants a hot young piece of ass who's pretty and too dumb and just likes everything he says and thinks, "Wow, he's really great. He's so cool." And this guy is there's, a loser guy on the fucking show. And it's like recovering alcoholic. And it's like, right, and it's like yeah. you're a loser, and that you give people hope. <laughs> because a regular slubby guy who has shitty job is going and going like, yeah, I could get the 24 year old hot waitress. Dude, it's it's, it's sorry uh for me. You. I used to be. They're a selling. Alcoholic.
6: They're selling the fantasy to us loser guys who have an otherwise miserable life.
4: Right? No, but the fantasy is the fact that people take in that fantasy and put it in their reality thinking that this is something real that they can actually do when it's not and also the fact of the matter that you know it's showing the fact that women over the age of 40 are not that attractive and you know, there's, it's still that whole right. stereotype of like, you know, I got to get the younger chick. Cause younger right. chicks are much better looking than like yeah. the woman the, over their forties or fifties. Yeah. They're not awful.
6: on the menu concepts. Right. Like they got to like, la, you know, the last fuckable day, the yeah. Schumer which skit. Is totally oh, false. I and know. I
4: think, and this, and this plays into the fact of the me too, you know, where the fact of like all these, you know, you have to be young
3: in order to be sexually harassed. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck that, no, you don't have to be young. Well, I, you just- I was sexually harassed the other day on the street because of the outfit I was wearing. I wore a cute, weird outfit and I kinda looked like a roller derby girl without roller skates. Oh, but bad. I was covered up like I was wearing I was wearing orange nylons with knee high socks this over looks the nor- to me. Right, so orange As nylons a roller skater. Orange nylons with Orange and black knee-high stockings on top of those, and then I had on uh, a little pair of—was I wearing like some some kind of like little hot pants shorts? But I was covered, and then I wore um, a tank top that was sequined, and I had my bomber jacket on top of that, and I was just walking, and. I was harassed by Aww. so many dudes like you know. a guy pulled his car over oh, and no. said he <laughs> pulled his car over <laughs> in hell the in no. the Tenderloin and he says to me oh, how do somebody? I get to the Bay Bridge and I said you're in a big truck you obviously have a smartphone what are you <laughs> ask the phone <laughs> why, are you, bullshit he was to to why, why are you talking to me and he's like come here Oh, hell Come here. No. I'm like, Mm-mm. no. That shit not work. You, why are you even talking to me? Yelling at me from a car. So, so it happened like four like times. A right. I, like I'm a prostitute. Mm-mm. There were, but four times I was stopped by men um, saying, like, commenting in some way and like in. Just being nasty. Well, not, I mean, yeah, there was, it was, it was cat calls. It wasn't like the one guy who said, uh girl, you've been a living a long time to look 22. It wasn't a compliment like that, like a clever compliment. It was like, yes. i put my hand in your butt or stuff like, you know, like weird shit that I or was getting yelled at me. Just and whistling too. What? Look at that. And I'm like, which is why I never, And I'm completely covered. See, this is, oh, see, this is why it doesn't matter
4: what you wear. It does not matter if you're wearing something short or busty or covered up. And hot in sh- shorts? <laughs> no, but
3: when, I, but when I walk down the street like this, I, no one says anything to me. But if I was wearing, it's just, it's when I show my legs. Like when I show them, even when they're covered shown and they're still, it's, I don't, I don't understand. But people, and when I, so I get to the bar later in the day and I tell my friend, I say, oh, this happened. I can't, guys can't stop screaming at me on the fucking street today. And my friend Katie, she, she goes, well, you are dressed like that. <laughs> like fucking fair enough I mean, <laughs> I'm wearing orange and that t- and it was it was the week before um Halloween so I felt like it was bright. fine you're bright I was bright I you was like bright. rainbow bright yeah you weren't like busty you were just bright I don't have any bust I don't have <laughs> boobs so I can't be busty like it's just I don't understand
4: why men think That, hey, girl, when you're in your car, that it's okay. Hey, psst. Hey, girl, come here. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come up to your car. Stranger danger. Stranger fucking.
6: Look, hold on. Do you think I'm a prostitute? Like, I get it if I was a prostitute.
4: Like, for real, like, what kind of man are you? Punk ass bitch. I hate that shit. I hate that. shit And everybody so bad. knows
3: that the prostitutes are on Shotwell in 19th <laughs> between Shotwell in 19th and 20th. So, and if I'm not on those two corners, don't fucking pull over and talk to me. Don't fucking pull over. Period. Well, those girls actually do want you to well, pull they over because well, it's their job. Them hoes, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hoes. I have no I, sex workers. All, I wish it was legal, kids. I wish. <laughs> I wish we could empower people to use that as a way to make money and secure their lifestyle of their choice. That would make me happy for Look, that to it's be safe, already but.
6: called the oldest profession. Right. I mean we can no longer be in denial that it is work in in uh, it's work. Uh, that it's is, real work. Su- you know, Absolutely. <laughs> supply and demand. Uh, yeah. It's right well, in there, the capitalist doctrine. Uh, that it should be the most legal thing. We'll,
3: we'll close out the Alticast, um with me promoting my new story that it actually t- dovetails into this. I'm currently writing a story for Tim's Tesseract, which is timstesseract.com. And uh, it's a new website that. Uh, Pervert Fervor and Tim Pizza have put together, and so the story is called Jane Six, and it's San Francisco, the year twenty two twenty two, and women in the ten lawn uh, have three choices: they can be a sexer, a breeder, or a host, and wow. they have to choose. And um, so the first two, sto- the first story was released yesterday, and then the second one will come out. They're going to be weekly installments on the website. So Damn. go. Um, it's it's super feminist. And he told me when he wanted me to write for this, he goes, Pam, you know, I really want you to write something cool, but like, I don't want it to be political. And I'm like, okay, cool. So he says, like, you know, make it the future with like aliens or some shit. And I'm like, all right, I'll put it. But of course, it's completely political. It's completely yeah. feminist. I was going to say. The women you... in the future only have three choices, a sexer, a breeder, or a host. And then one of them sort nothing of breaks out. Nothing political about that. Nothing political about that. Not at all. In the year 2220. It's after the water years, the water wars of 2121. So there's... I've got some weird details that are kind of there's Damn. no cats left in the world because Uh-oh. they were all the first alien invasion thought the cats they were like the perfect food source for them so the, any cats sounds like Earth, utopia now but that's for me it's the worst right but so these girls have no idea what cats are, and one of them finds a book. anyways, it's I mean she's like a book they they had books. it's very it's it's very futuristic and and weird, but it's co- totally political. Women don't know how to read. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> just like black just Club like, yeah, just like now. Uh, Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the AltCast today. Thank you so much, Matthew Quirk, for being here. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Hey, thanks. Always a pleasure. Uh, Coming up next, Some Call Me Tim. Special guest, Alyssa Westerland. Yay! So call me Tim. We talk about uh, what people believe in, whether that be God, gods, cats, aliens, conspiracy theories, the hatred of men, the loving of men, the not wearing of bras, the the, the acceptance of culture, whatever. We're just going to talk. We talk for an hour. It's a lot of fun. And hopefully... At 3 o'clock, I'm going to have Halby Klein in. He's from Pittsburgh Magazine, a buddy of mine from college. He writes for Food Magazine now. Oh, sweet. And uh, talk to him on. You put your weed in there. Talk to him about uh, cooking, food, and weed. Hopefully, he'll be here at 3 o'clock. So, thanks again, for everybody, for being here on the AltaCast. Uh, we'll I won't see you for the two weeks. She'll be gone in Cabo. I'm going to be she gonna in be, Cabo. She's going to come back black. I'm going to come back tan. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew, so I tan pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, she I don't like freckle and burn. I, I sort of burn and then tan. I freckle and burn. So yeah, I, what's that I'm, like? I'm lucky. I know that, two. So we got the two gingers in the house in the hizzy. I used to dye my hair red because I wanted to be one of your people. Uh, <laughs> I know. Cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. appropriation. For years I did it. I was Does a terrible. Does the collar person. match the cuff? Yeah, it just it it, it did me some at all. Uh Thanks guys, for being here. Uh, stay tuned for some call me Tim. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
9: the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
1: No! <laughs>
10: Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at PamTastics, deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for mere five dollars every Friday to ten. PM because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Randy, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedyclubhouse or
3: looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shahada did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shahada helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com. Fjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco.
9: Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius.
2: Yahoo!
0: The Night Space brings you high-time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space, featuring High Time Storytime, every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime, Volume
7: 1, now available on Amazon.
2: A wimbo wit, 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 a wimbo wit.
5: Please keep in mind that although she is part of the problem, she did not create the bill nor has she signed it yet. It is hoped she will do the I'll read the address, or if you're in Oklahoma, I don't, if I have any listeners out in Oklahoma City or you know folks, go, go and give her a visit. Uh, it's the Oklahoma State Capitol, at 2300 North Lincoln Boulevard, room 212 in Oklahoma City. I can send her a postcard even. Uh, it's Oklahoma City, okay? 73105. Call on the phone, 405 521 2342. Again, that's 405 521 2342. Let your voice be heard. If you have a fax machine and you feel like sending a fax, why not do that? The Tax number is 405-521-3353. And uh, then they have a quote from Susan B. Anthony, as there should be, I guess, in a lot of places. Uh, No self-respecting woman should wish or work for the success of a party that ignores her sex. And that's from 1872, a long time ago. The debate over our right to choose what's best for our bodies and our future will most likely outlive us. But we fight because it's what our foremothers and forefathers did for us, and it's what we must do for our daughters and their daughters. It's been said in different ways that anti-choice legislation will never end abortions. They will only create unsafe abortions. Be sure, we are, hashtag, not going back to the alley. And not going back is the only part of the hashtag. To the alleys after that. Here are 13 large and small reproductive rights organizations and social media groups to visit slash support. They can offer information and or discussion about women's rights and laws against women. Uh, Planned Parenthood, NARAL, which I hugely support. I also support Planned Parenthood, but NARAL more so, uh, Pro-Choice America. NOW, National Organization for Women, uh, NAF, which is the National Abortion Federation, RH Reality, UniteWomen.org, Abortion.com, I'm glad that exists, Uh, Fight Laws Against Women, We Are Fuse, and that's F-U-S-E, Abigail Adams Brigade, Pro-Choice Liberals, Stop Patriarchy Now, and Center for Reproductive Rights, also those last two, yes. Uh, The Guttmacher Institute is an excellent source of women's reproductive data and current legislation. Many thanks to Meteor Blades for reporting this news and for his continued... Pro-Choice Advocacy for Women's Reproductive Rights. You can read the story here, and they have a link to that. And so we march on, and we are hashtag not going back. And you can find all the links to all these organizations on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash weeklyrev. I think it's time for some more music. Here's another song that was performed, and it's kind of angry, but it also has a nice uh, beat to it. So play this music, and then we'll be back with some more stories, some positive and some... Mm, uh, we'll 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 find ways to, to make it positive.
1: Yeah,
0: my name is John Neffel and I am an independent journalist based in Brooklyn, New York. Uh,
6: I'm the I'm the co-host of a daily podcast called Radio Dispatch, and I've got a new story in the.
11: To be seduced Want a woman to take me out to dinner for two Like to see her eyes get moody flirting with the thought of what flirting ought to do Like to be real cool Let us think about getting little me in bed Here's a chat about Magna Carta where to buy out something? going to be I'm a gentleman, politely, to slightly if she tried to fondle my knee. But I'm relatively certain I'd compromise if I know me. I want to be seduced. Want a woman to talk to me suggestively. To hear her to say she'll be with me tomorrow morning Drinking hot jasmine tea Wanted to make me laugh Make a point of touching me when she talks Leaving all the jealous men in the joint, To mumble in the beer and gunk. I know it only happens and I'm napping, nodding in a reverie. Did I find myself a woman who wouldn't mind seducing
1: me? Oh, 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 oh. i back. Oh, and that is loud. Does it feel like I'm right in your ear? Does it feel like I'm right next to you? Does it feel like I'm inside you? Because I am. I'm deep in your soul. I'm deep in your heart. Um, This is really loud. Like, Is there something going on? Is there a reason why it sounds like this?
9: Uh, It's the audience. I mean, somebody in the audience wants to listen to loud music, we probably have deaf
0: listeners. Mm. Those are the best kind. You can make mistakes.
1: Hmm. So anyway, um, on tonight's Regarding Sex with Spicy Spice, um, we've had an interesting beginning, and um, we're moving right along through to the middle. And um, I'm very excited tonight because I have a wonderful, beautiful guest here in my studio audience. and. Um,